the episode 82 of Russell Folks, the podcast. My name is Thomas Green. You can find me on Twitter at NotThatTomGreen. This week, a frequent guest and good friend Leonard F. Jakarson returns to the show for the first time since when I'm a little hiatus sabbatical to talk not wrestling, but monster trucks. Very special episode. We don't talk really a whole lot, if anything, about wrestling. Uh, we, we do go into the kind of the tie-ins between the monster truck and wrestling industries. They are both sports entertainment. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Monster trucks might not be completely on the level. We go into that and other things. The history of monster trucks. Uh, I got to see a really cool monster truck show this past summer. Leonard went with the wife and the son a couple weeks ago to a, a much larger in scale monster truck event than came to Indianapolis. We compare and contrast notes. It's essentially the NXT of monster trucks versus the Monday Night Raw of monster trucks. Leonard Chikarson on the show to talk about monster trucks. Here in a moment, we ditch the usual format. It's an hour of straight talk. No videos to riff on this week. It's a good time. Before we get into that, I do want to throw out all the compliments in the world to Underground Wrestling in Villa Park, Illinois. Uh, the past couple of months, I've been working there as their color commentator alongside the handsome, brash, and tall Mark Maxwell. I've been having the time of my life up there. Uh, I, at first, I was a little unsure about how I do on color, but Mark's like the best and carries me so well, and we've been having a blast, and... Uh, it's e- easy stories to tell, good stories to tell, good in-ring action. Uh, last night I was there for a big show they called Retribution uh, in Villa Park, Illinois. It was a really good show. I had a, you know, I had a lot of fun. FIP fans will recognize the name Maxwell Chicago. I believe he did a couple of Evolve shows recently. He was there having some fun and a losing effort to the Angel of Flight Mike Matthews. Also, there was a killer opening tag, uh, Ray Furia and Hunter Strange against Draconius and Overload. Uh, four names whom national wrestling fans might not recognize, but uh, they killed it, tore the house down uh, from Hunter Strange's like hot tag on. It was like the craziest, awesome, like spot, spot, spot uh, sequence possible. It's like Hunter Strange comes in, he does like a code red into the turnbuckles, which I never thought was like humanly possible. And then he does it. And then they do like a uh, sunset flip to the floor with a super kick and... Uh, Ray Furia busts out, like, the biggest high-fly flow I've, like, ever seen. And I see this as, like, a huge Hiroshi Tanahashi fan. It was killer, killer match. Uh, I, I don't want to go through and, like, list things, because then I'll leave someone off, and someone might be mad at me. But it was a pretty killer show all around. Uh, I know the first show I did last month, I believe, in the next few weeks, uh, some of those matches will be going on YouTube, so you can start hearing my stuff with Underground. But you should subscribe to their channel anyway. Uh, YouTube.com slash UG Wrestling COM, UG Wrestling Com. Uh, this is our YouTube channel. Follow them on Twitter as well. Uh, Twitter.com slash UG Wrestling Com, or like at UG Wrestling Com, because Twitter.com is weird. It's a weird thing. I just asked you to go to the website instead of just going to the handle. What idiot am I? But they'll be back uh, April 11th, Villa Park, Illinois, for another. Rousing events. I'm looking forward to greatly. The whispers that I've heard, uh, people who may or may not be there, uh, people who might be in, in talks to be there, some of the matches that might be made. Super excited for that show as well. Uh, if you're listening to this and you live anywhere near Chicago, please, 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 please come on out. Uh, say hi to me. Support good local wrestling. Uh, and, and admire me. I, I wear really nice clothes when I go there. Like, it's a cool thing. I wear, like, ties and and cardigans and stuff. I'm a professional, man. But I don't have a whole lot more to say. So let's go to Leonard F. Chikarison right now. Back on the podcast, Leonard F. Carson. We're doing something a little different, uh, staying within the sports entertainment genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but without people, we're going to be talking monster trucks. 
uh, because you recently went to the Monster Jam in lovely, spacious Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, uh, one of a million pronunciations of that city name. Um, and yeah, well, it'll be fun. Uh, you went, I believe, was February the 27th. And you can actually follow along with us because Monster Jam keeps tally of results on their website. Go to monsterjam.com, click on the results. You'll find Wilkes-Barre in the schedule. And you can check all this out with us. There's wheelies and obstacle courses and donuts and freestyles. Uh, you went to the Friday night at 7 p.m. Right. Showing, showing of the monster trucks. Now, so, uh, I, I would have mentioned, you know, you say uh, there's no people, but each of these things, man, each of these trucks have a driver and a team. And they show you pictures and there's promos that the drivers cut. But we're going to get into all that. Uh, typically, if you see the schedule on there, you'll see that they typically run about five different groups a weekend. Uh, outside of uh, the not, they have next weekend off, of course. It's a bye week because the following week is the big Monster Truck World Championship in Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, it'll be the, 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 the probably 18th or 19th. Okay, so it'll be coming out the bye week of Monster Jam. Now, I didn't get a chance to look into this. I wonder if there is any Monster Truck or Monster Jam podcasts out there. I actually should have looked it up before we started because that's a definitely a relevant thing. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine, okay, monster trucks. Sorry for all you monster truck enthusiasts. Not as big of a subculture as professional wrestling, um, but there are a bajillion wrestling podcasts. So I'm sure there have to be like five monster truck podcasts. I've come upon two, two, two. So One that, is called Crush This, the Monster Truck Podcast. And allmonster.com, which is uh, where monsters are what matters. Now, the second one hasn't done a show since uh, September of 2013, where Crush This seems to be a little bit more recent. Gotcha. See, that's what I should have done. Because uh-huh. that, that is a subgenre that is sorely missing the sparkle and personality of America's sweetheart, <laughs> that being me. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Alex, but... Her too. She went to me. She took me to the monster trucks for my birthday. And there's a picture on Facebook that I'm, I'll post on the Twitter when this comes out of me looking happier than I did on her wedding day. <laughs> like the first time one of them popped up over the cars and went like completely vertical. Like it was the best day ever for me. Now, because I go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Because I, I was supposed to go see monster trucks for like my fifth birthday. And my brother-in-law, who's now not my brother-in-law, was a dick and no-showed. And then my sixth birthday, and he did it again. And we just, like, dropped it. But, like, I was the biggest Monster Truck fan when I was little. I had all the VHS tapes. I always watched it on ESPN. Um, I was invested in the Bigfoot Gravedigger rivalry. That, to me, was second to none. To, to, like, maybe, like, I don't know, Sting and Cactus Jack. That's about it. Now, I, I will say this. I don't think Bigfoot is uh, even around anymore. Yeah, which is weird because he it's like if all of a sudden Walmart's like, OK, Walmart's too old. Here are all these son of Walmarts opening up across the country. Mm. Like you can't age a car doesn't age. Well, I mean, technically it does, but you can just put the, the frame around a new car. We'll get into all that. Yes, so because. You know, where I go is, you know, my my um, I guess monster truck fandom goes back to the to the uh, 80s when there was a monster truck cartoon on that was called Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. It was part of a Sunday morning block of cartoons. Remember when there was more than just like weekly cartoons and Saturday cartoons? Remember when there was cartoons on like network TV? Yes. My generation actually got the butt end of that. Right. So. Uh, Sunday morning, it was a block. It was Gem, which uh, I didn't watch. Uh, the Inhumanoids, which I not only watched, were awesome and had some of the coolest toys ever. They were like these giant, like two foot tall, like monsters that would come with like dudes in like Iron Man esque suits. They were the best. But then there was also Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines, and it was um, you know, and it was whatever. It was like Bigfoot and like 
the the drivers and it was a bunch of trucks that didn't exist it was like black gold i think black gold actually did uh there was the orange blossoms special that was driven by uh a girl and then uh there was another one called warlord and the the plot of the show um oh wait first of all on the cartoon the driver of bigfoot his name was yank justice So the plot of the show is a young woman steals an ancient map that leads to the Fountain of Youth (laughs) from a group of terrorists led by an elderly billionaire, uh, and they are attempting to retrieve the map from her. Uh, She hires uh, a couple of workers to get the map back. The band of criminals run afoul of Yank Justice and the other muscle machines, and that is the plot of this cartoon. You know, I, I said I, I've said this joke to you once before before we started recording, but I know the definition to all those words separately. <laughs> I, I don't, but you put them together in such a way that I I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I don't, I'm not even sure if that's like English, mm-hmm. like like. But I am down with Yank Justice. I'm down with uh, Yank Justice as well. There's actually current, and uh, you may know this through Alex because you know she. Uh, has ch- small children that she watches, but there's currently a new uh, Monster Machines cartoon on. I, I don't because the kids she watches aren't allowed to watch stuff like that. Uh, I know all about the Paw Patrol. Well, it's very it's a I think it's a Nick Jr. show. It's called Blaze and the Monster Machine, it's where like there are mechanics that uh, work on the living, breathing monster machines, like that have personalities and stuff, like. Blaze is like our introductory character like he's he's the one we relate to because there's like a cowgirl one and then there's one that pretends he's a tiger and like all these sort of things like that and they'll go on these adventures and there's like learning exercises in there it's like hey to get up this hill to get up this cliff we need the big boulder which of these boulders is the biggest you know like there's stuff like that in the show. That was like Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling to about three hundred thousand little gearheads out there. Right. This this eighties cartoon and the one you just described, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. It's it's sitting on a bunch of parents' DVRs for their kids when they start acting up. Hey, I don't want to watch you anymore. Monster machines. Oh man. Like it's the the monster truck thing is like the weirdest because it was huge in the eighties. Yeah. The cartoon and like Bigfoot was. I don't want to say he was he was not Hulk Hogan level, but he was like the Kleenex of of the motor industry. Right. When you talked monster trucks, it was Bigfoot and everyone else. Yes. Gravedigger way behind number two, but it was Bigfoot and then like Gravedigger kind of as like a like if Roddy Piper was less important to Hogan. And then everyone else is S.D. Jones. Well, what it was, what I think the appeal to Gravedigger was, and this is just me postulating, most of the trucks at that time were essentially just your standard, you know, uh, pickup truck chassis, right? With like a paint job or whatever. Whereas Gravedigger was a her, like was a uh, like a hearse looking thing with like airbrushed paint job on it, so it was like doubly fancy. So it was the Michael P.S. Hayes of monster trucks. It was the yes. first one to have music and the entrance robe, and we'll get into uh, that too. Oh man! And like, and then like the '90s, it kind of just goes like they, and, and it's like uh, I don't want to get too Dave Meltzer on everybody, oh. but it's kind of like how boxing ended up being, where like people are like trying to revive it and do all these fancy things to it, and it's not working. Like. Uh, I'm sure you may or may not remember this as part of the Friday Night Thrill Zone on TNN for a while. Uh, there were two seasons of a monster truck show before ECW got picked up. And it might have been there might have been the last season of it during the ECW run after like Rock and Bowl. Because it was I think it was like ECW, Roller Jam, Rock and Bowl, and then Monster Trucks. That's see, because I remember uh, there was a show on there, 18 Wheels of Justice. Yes, that that was about a pickup truck driver. Right. No, this thing uh, is notable to professional wrestling fans because the color guy was Dusty Rhodes. <gasps> you know what? I now have a vague recollection of this. Once you said Dusty, yeah, and they and WCW just let him do it, <laughs> like while he was under contract. Oh yeah, Dream, go and do this monster truck thing that I'm sure is paying you way too much for the hundred thousand people that are watching mm-hmm. it. 
And so he would just go on there and say, like, the dumbest things. And I think they even, like, tried to run an angle where it was, like, him and the heel commissioner of the thing. And, like, he, like, dropped an elbow on him. Like, I think that was, like, the one-time thing to try to save it. But, yeah, Dusty Rhodes doing monster truck commentary, which then leads to, during the ECW run, if you remember the monster truck video game commercial, that for no reason starred Kevin Nash. Well, he, like he's he's sitting around. He's like, oh, I'm sick. And he has all these like nurses with their boobs hanging out. And they're like, Mr. Nash, you've got monster truck madness. <laughs> and then he has to pretend to play the game. And it's the funniest commercial. I remember this. Now, wasn't because like, wasn't there a little bit of a tie in because there was an NWO truck in the game? Yes, because uh, the game was like three years out of date. So they had like the 97 NWO truck right when. Like, after the NWO stuff had ended, this was, like, Booker T, New Blood Rising era WCW. But they had, like, the the old school Hulk Hogan truck with the red and yellow. They had the NWO truck, and then they had, like, a purple sting truck in the game. Now, the reason I remember that is Kevin Gill, uh, who is uh, closely aligned with uh, ICP, he, whoop, whoop. he worked for whatever video game company that was, and that's how he got his connections into wrestling. Which is crazy, and now I'm super jealous that he got to be witness to that. Yes. Um, and I also remember, uh, it was like the second episode of ECW, because like, the first I, that week, I'm sure Polly was like sitting there watching, like, what's the, what are these stupid ads? Because uh, the second week, the hardcore hotline commercial in the plug... They try to tease that Kevin Nash has something to do with ECW because his ad is on the ECW show. And it was like it was like one of those things like when Warrior kind of sort of said in a blog he was coming to ECW, which was like if that, that thing, by the way, if you've, nobody's ever read that, like go like the archive.org Wayback Machine. It is fucking crazy where he kind of vaguely says he wants to wrestle Sid Vicious in ECW. It's the best. That sounds like uh, it would probably be the best slash worst thing ever. As- yeah, and it was like, and Sid went back to WCW by that point. We just assumed he worked there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like the, the monster trucks have kind of like, they've kind of crapped out. But like people still know Bigfoot. It, it seems like there's some sort of resurgence, not, not, not huge resurgence, mm-hmm. but like... Uh, like there's been some, there's been a couple rare monster truck shows on CBS, like in the, those weird like Friday late night, not live airings. Okay, but like like CBS Sports is running monster truck stuff on like the actual network as opposed to one of those eight million sports channels they own. Because I saw like a here's a season preview show and here's all the trucks and stuff. Like, on CPS, like, after, like, golf one day. Right, because I know it's on, like, one of the Fox Sports something or other channels. Yeah. Yeah, it's on, like, a lot of things. They have the weirdest syndication package. Mm-hmm. I think they're on every sports channel in some way. It just doesn't matter. But they're not, not on, like, good time slots. They're, like, it's, like, Sunday at, like, 1. Yeah, it's nothing anyone's ever going to watch. Mm-hmm. But they have clearances. They are... The and I'm going to say this and you're not, so don't get Leonard in trouble. The pro wrestling syndicate of sports. Ah, there you go. Yes. So, so nobody, nobody tweet, nobody subtweet LFC. Hey, you're bashing other groups. No, it was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. But no, we've both been to monster trucks in the past like six months. Okay, so you. And, okay, so let's compare notes. Okay, because I because you got the A show, you got Monday Night Raw. Now see, I'll got, now I'll agree and disagree with you at the same time. Like, okay, yes, we got Grave Digger, right? But we're a much smaller arena, and I was actually talking to some folks this past weekend that while they did not get Grave Digger and some of the other bigger people, um, like there were more cars crushed on their shows. Like we only had a total of I think three cars in total crushed on our show where if you look at some of the footage of some of the bigger arenas they'll have like what you imagine like the classic like row of like five trucks or five cars that they'll jump and like run over you know we had two rows of like five and then at each end there was a giant hill okay that they would do backflips off of (laughs) which was the fucking craziest thing i've ever seen like, it, it was so, like, they would just go up and do, like, a shooting star press and come back down. <laughs> shooting star press. 
But the thing is, there's a there's a large number of you know trucks, and they usually run about four to five shows a weekend. Different crews are out there, and it's difficult to say like we had the A show or the B show, and like when we're all said and done, you might say that I had the A show, but I disagree only because like some of the trucks that like I really would have popped for or my son would have really popped for like going into it weren't there. Like there's a whole line of superhero monster trucks. There's Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Wolverine, all these things. And if any one of them were there, like you would think that they would mix those in. Like if we're running six crews, let's put like one of each of the superhero trucks on a crew, but they don't do that. Like they're just wherever they are. Um, and then what is it? There's four different dog trucks that are called Monster Mutt. There's a regular Monster Mutt, a Dalmatian, a Rottweiler, and McGruff the Crime Dog. And again, you would think that those ones would be spread out a little bit more, but they're not. Especially since, like, them and Gravedigger are the things that are featured on all the generic, just, like, Monster Jam merchandise. If you're not getting, like, an individual truck's merchandise, if you just get something that just says Monster Jam, those are the trucks that are on it. The 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 dog trucks and Gravedigger. But see, compared to the show we got, I say you got at least a B-plus crew. Okay. Like, we didn't get Gravedigger. We didn't get Son of Gravedigger. Um, you mean the biggest name we son of a digger son of son of a digger yes <laughs> my my apologies to son of a digger um looking at the banner we did get el toro loco which i don't think you guys got right and that's but that's like a truck name no. truck sure yeah we got el toro loco and we got the one i like one of them that i think you guys got unless there's more than one of these because there's one of the trucks driven by a second generation driver who happens to be a girl and like that's her gimmick her it was like that what what'd you say? Her truck's name is Samson. Okay, if, if, if Alex said it was named Samson, if that's the case, you guys did not get it. No. So there's more than one. There's more than one of these ladies. Intergender monster truck driver. Well, I see, you know, and obviously, you know, we bring it back to wrestling. Medusa, uh, future WWE Hall of Famer, uh, she is at the she was at the Allentown show this past weekend, and I would have killed to have you know to. You know, to see the Medusa truck. Not that I would have got a chance, but it's like, oh, Medusa, that's a wrestler. I know who that is. Which, that's that's a, always been, like, a weird, like, thing. Mm -hmm. That it's not like she started doing monster trucks, like, oh, I stopped making money after five years. No, she started doing that while she was in WCW. Right. And then just was like, oh, I like doing this better. I'm going to stop wrestling now. Bye. And just has been monster truck driving ever since. And I think the so, one last... um the one last wrestling connection is that Chad Fortune, formerly of uh, Techno Team 2000, amongst other things, drives the Captain America truck. Which I knew he was still involved in motorsports somehow because yeah. he was involved with the WCW truck for a while. Okay. Because him and Del Torborg, the Kiss Demon, right. uh, for like three weeks, they had a team called the Pit Crew. On and Saturday were, night, yeah. Yeah. And they were the WCW Monster Truck Pit Crew guys who wrestled. Which, if the monster trucks were any were any sort of cool in 1998, would have been a fun little kids gimmick. Uh -huh. But it, they weren't. So they were just seven foot tall dudes in weird janitor costumes. Not unlike Eric Rowan today. <laughs> that would be a great Eric Rowan thing. And he just went away for three months and became a monster truck driver. I, I'm telling you, somebody needs to talk to Medusa and Paul... At WrestleMania weekend, that's right, and convince her to somehow get someone on the tour as a WWE truck. Oh, what if, like, I'm sure they would be like, what if you do it, Deuce? Because mm -hmm. it's what everyone calls her on Twitter, Deuce. <laughs> and my, uh, <laughs> she was, like, I, she was going back and forth with Scott Hall on Twitter recently. Oh, I saw the goodness. exchange. And he and he's like it was him and Sean Waltman, and then she jumps in like, "Hey boys, stop it!" And he's like, "Do you want to be part of an NWO sandwich?" And she's like, oh, "I am the whole sandwich." Oh my goodness! And Scott Hall's like, "You didn't get that joke, Deuce." Like, oh. Kills me. That's why Twitter was invented, so old people can go on there and do stuff like that and vaguely threaten rape at each other. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't think it was a th rape threat so much as, hey, my little buddy and I would like to both fuck you at the same time. 
may we? They were being polite, I guess. Yeah, and then she's like, no, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to masturbate. I am the whole sandwich. Oh, boy. Crazy. Uh, let's get back to monster trucks. All right. Though, speaking so, of masturbation. So when you went, did you go to the opening night show like I did? Uh, we didn't have a multiple like night thing. Oh, it was just a it one night two, only gimmick. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was an afternoon and an evening. We went to the afternoon because it was a Sunday and we had to be back in town for work and we didn't uh, need to be staying out all night watching monster trucks. So it was. But the gimmick that night was it was like the qualifiers for I'm guessing Vegas. And it was like all the trucks that are going to lose in Vegas oh, <laughs> fighting right. each other out. Uh, but yeah, like there's Samson was there and El Toro Loco and like none of, none of the trucks you would know. Uh, but yeah, but it was it was fun nonetheless. It was a fun little kid, but it was at the state fair, whereas your deal was just a standalone monster truck thing. Right. Now, the reason I ask is, did they um because we went to the, the first show on a Friday night, and they don't have it for that show, but they do for the other shows, where there's, like, an extra ticket where you can go down and get, like, meet the drivers and get your pictures near the trucks and stuff. Uh, see, that's the thing. They didn't try to monetize that. Oh, okay. They, they just they had a free meet and greet afterwards. You cannot go on the track, mm -hmm. but they added, like, each grandstand, they would send a driver. And by far the most over of them was the babyface second-generation girl driver. Aha. Uh -huh. And, like, it was kind of cool. All the little girls went up and, like, oh, you're my inspiration. This is awesome. Whereas the heel, like, Mexican dudes, like, get away from me, kids. Now, did you also, and again, we'll get into this when we actually get into the show itself. Did you have the in-between interstitials of the quad races? No, because okay. they did the quad racing as a separate, like, show. Okay. Like, because we had, because we, it was, like, the grand, the, the thing, the pit they did it in that hosted... Quad racing, monster trucks, uh, demolition derby, and like some sort of like not NASCAR style racing, but like kind of like that. So it was like it was like two weeks, like every day there was a different thing. Mm -hmm. It was just monster trucks. Did you guys get the sweet national anthem where it was like the CD recording of the guy playing guitar? Yes. Now, before yeah. before we get to that, you know, I want to talk about like the opening of our show because I'm glad that like our shows were so different. Yes, it sounds like they were very different. Okay, so, you know, the show starts at 7.30, but they start, like, you know, they start letting people in at 6.30, but things start happening at 7. From the moment you're in your seat, from 7 o'clock to 7.30, before the first truck, like, revs its engine, you go into the area and you see all six trucks lined up. So you can see the trucks, and they have, like, the big mound of dirt in the middle of the thing, and it's, like, painted purple and yellow, Right. So then they have a guy who's a host, and he kind of comes out, and he explains the rules of Monster Jam. Now, a lot of people may come back and say, hey, you work for Chikar, and you've worked for wrestling, and you've seen in wrestling how they try to do things, and it's very confusing. The Monster Jam scoring system is maybe the most confusing thing or the most needlessly elaborate thing. But they explain it to you so many times and so straightforwardly clear. By the time that things start scoring a half hour later, you understand it. See, ours, I, I, we definitely had very different shows. Okay. Ours, we mostly had, like, races. So it was it was cut and dry, whoever got the round the fastest one. Okay. And the wheelie thing, it was whoever got the biggest pop one. Okay, because, see, this is, they have five people set up, definitely not plants, and after each event, there's a racing one, but then there's also like different little freestyle events. As as Tom had mentioned, there's uh, the wheelie competition. There's donuts. There's an obstacles course. That's the timed one. Uh, but then there's also freestyle, right? Which is just like do whatever you want, right? Go crazy. Um, so they have five people hold up uh, scores between one to ten. They drop whatever the lowest score is. They drop whatever the highest score is. Total the remaining three together, and that's your score. Unless there's a tie, because if there's a tie, they'll take whatever the dropped out highest score was, 
use that as the tiebreaker, but it's not included in your point standing. That scoring system I know because there's a show on Lifetime I watch called Child Genius, <laughs> where like the 30 smartest kids in the like the world have to come together for like a smartness contest, and that's the scoring system they use. So, so that's the show where it's the smartest kids in the world and monster trucks use the yeah. same scoring system, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which, that's the second best part. The first being that you're kind of watching child abuse happen. Not that child abuse is fun to watch. Right. But these people are fucking scum. Scum of the earth. Oh, that's terrible. And the kids are just like, fuck you. Like, you can tell all these kids are going to, like, be doing drugs very soon. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. At least they had a good run. They were on Lifetime. Yes. Lifetime. That's the weird thing, is this show has nothing to do with, like, like, the rest of Lifetime is like, oh, dance. Well, the dance moms things, I guess, mm-hmm. but like the rest of it's like, oh, drop dead diva and crazy anatomy and really smart kids getting yelled at by their parents. Uh, so, so like, go ahead. Oh, no, okay. So, so like, that's the first thing at seven o'clock and he explains the rules and then they take like a little five minute interstitial where they show a bunch of commercials on the big jumbotron. Dude, we didn't get a jumbotron. So then they bring out the driver of son of a digger. And he talks about, like, being in the shadow of Gravedigger, and he's hoping that this weekend he can somehow, uh, you know, prove that he's just as good as, if not better. Kind of like a babyface promo, but putting Gravedigger over as, like, Gravedigger is the legend. And they always refer to him as the legend Gravedigger. (laughs) The vigilante Gravedigger. Well, again, if you go back and you look at some of my tweets from that night, like, (laughs) well, I I look at Gravedigger more as the Undertaker-type character. See, the way you described it, I got a very Terry Funk, Tommy Dreamer vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, so they so they have that interview. They do another, like, five-minute thing of, like, so that, the promo, like, him being introduced and him coming out and him doing his thing and then leaving, that's five minutes. And then there's another five minutes of videos and stuff, um, you know, just like, hey, here's, we're going to remind you about the scoring system and, like, here's the thing about the, uh, you know, the, the World Series, the World Finals or whatever coming up. And then the quad racers come around. It's like, hey, we're going to, in between, we're going to do the, uh, what was it, the quad warriors or some nonsense like that. And it's just going to be these races around these obstacles, courses. There's going to be three heats and blah 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 so then the guy comes out one more time and he's like hey and he kind of goes over the rules one more time and then he introduces us to all the trucks and as he introduces all the trucks they all rev their engines and then it was the national anthem and before they get to the national anthem he literally goes through every branch of the armed service and asks anyone in attendance of any of these branches of the armed service to stand up yes they did that at at ours too one of three similarities so far of the 30 we've listed. <laughs> so we the, the trucks that we had is as as Tom has mentioned and I've mentioned grave the legend grave digger uh we had son of a digger backward bob <laughs> backwards bob who isn't his deal that he drives backwards. Well the the chassis is on backwards. So like Hit the, what would normally be the the back windshield of a truck is his front windshield. That's the dumbest like thing. Okay, like like th- th- does he just suck? Well, we're gonna get into that. Uh, so then there was Stinger. It was a truck that like looked like a scorpion. Crustacean, which was a truck that looked like a lobster. And the- and that's my favorite pun name, like of all of these. <laughs> well, and again, I don't want to blow the whole story at the end, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then, uh, then instigator, which was ma- which is maybe the most generic truck of them all. It's just like it's a blue truck with some neon writing on it, and like a guy making an angry face. And there's definitely a hierarchy. Like instigator, crustacean, and stinger are like the jobber enhancement talent trucks. Backward Bob kind of gets put over a little bit. Crustacean got to do like one high spot later on in the night. But this was all about Grave Digger and Son of a Digger. Everybody else can go go eat shit. You know what I mean? Well, like it, like the naming hierarchy too. It's like Grave Digger, he's the dead guy. <laughs> Crustacean, he's the killer lobster. Instigator, he starts arguments and then backs <laughs> out of them. Like that's the shittiest name. Oh, like what his, his like his son will be like passive aggression. <laughs> Fuck's sake. 
they might as well have called him like the shitty car. And and again, he was always the car that went first. And he, uh, if you look at the scores, and hopefully Tom will include the links to this, you'll yes. see that he was always in last place. Like he was either last or second to last. Like there's one where in the donut scores, uh, he got an eight to crustaceans twelve, and then it jumps up to twenty eight after that. <laughs> Oh, that's that's he's the uh, the the what the Pete McNeely of the monster trucks or whatever the guy's name is who lost to Tyson in like ten seconds. Right, dropped the first punch. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other trucks did you have there? Like, so it was just like two. It would just be was it six trucks all together? Yes, it was. It was six trucks. It run like in terms of the, the actual. It would run very much. Like, like yours, mm-hmm. trying trying to look for it now. Uh, 2014 August ish. Uh, 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 doesn't even have ours on here. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, we, we so we were definitely a house show. Like they they don't even count us as having existed because um, they have uh, they have Indianapolis, which happened in January, but that was the actual like. They got the big show, whereas the state fair got very much the cameras aren't here. Let's take one bump, go home, and count our money, and <laughs> drive to Grand Rapids the next night, do thirty nights on the road, and then Greg Valentine's gonna go home and cheat on his wife. Oh boy! It's very, very, very much. We got that show, <laughs> but still, it was my first time seeing monster trucks, and one of them did a shooting star press, and that's the coolest thing. So like oh no yeah so uh, like literally did like a full flip yeah that's he went straight up in the air she went straight up in the air did the back flip like Evan Bourne and then came backwards down the hill oh, that sounds like like we didn't see any truck do anything that cool no and like it built up to it all night be- all afternoon because nobody touched the hill mm-hmm. that was the thing you can tell that was the big high spot no one touched the hill. So then they get to the freestyle. One of them kind of does like a bullshit freestyle. It's okay. And then the second one out, boom, shooting star press. The place goes nuts. So then the third one does two of them. And it very much turns into an indie wrestling show where by the end, they're all like, they just go straight to the hill. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, you guys ruined it. Like the last, you guys shouldn't learn how to work. That's why you're, that's why you're doing the Indianapolis State Fair and not Wilkes Bear or Tempe, you know. The Tempe Ooh. improv. <laughs> no, that they're 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 in FCW for a reason. Oh man, they're, they're to learn how to work, and then eventually you'll get called up, right? And somebody will take a picture of their uh, rear axle, I guess. No. Yes. All right. Yeah. That, well, that's the, the the monster truck commissioner. He called one of them the inward car, and he's fired. And, <laughs> a Nissan. Uh, Yes, <laughs> he called him a Nissan and said, "Oh man, why don't you drive into the World Trade Center?" Oh, <laughs> so back to my show. So they start off with the wheelie competition, right? So you know they all do their wheelies. They do the thing with the score, right? And Gravedigger wins. So gra- the driver of Gravedigger gets to cut a promo, and and they give him like a plaque, right? When he wins, and he goes. Uh, I'm not going to do an impersonation like all of them like had southern accents, even like the weird like, you know, the weird looking dudes. Yeah, that were like maybe like not southern guys. They all had southern <laughs> accents. All right. Like they're from Delaware. Yeah, something like that. So he's like, you know, Gravedigger's been on the circuit for a long time. And, you know, we've got a lot of these back at the shop. I'm going to give this plaque to the biggest Gravedigger fan here. Who's the biggest Gravedigger fan here? So everybody starts cheering, cheering, cheering. And then he goes up into the crowd and he gives the plaque to somebody, right? Which would be a theme throughout the course of the night. Um, that like every time, because the only, the, our night, it was Gravedigger 1-2 and then Son of a Digger 1-2. And they both, you know, gave out the plaques, right? To fans, which is an ingenious thing, right? Because who knows? Those plaques are probably a piece of crap, worth nothing. And uh, if only I had known about that before challenge of the immortals <laughs> challenge of the immortals might have had a different twist in it but anyway so 
in between each of the heats with uh, the, the competitions, right, they do the quad racing gimmick. And it's just like ten, di- like eight or ten different quad gimmicks running around. They do their race, whatever it is. They all do five laps, whatever. So the first one, there's a guy in like a red jumpsuit. He wins. And uh, the guy interviews him. He's like, oh, let's hear it for hometown boy, like Bill, whatever. And uh, Bill gets on the thing. He's like, man, it was really good winning that first race. Uh, you know, my brother's here in attendance and it's his birthday tonight and I'm dedicating this to him, right? So there's his baby face promo. Uh, next is just like the race part, right? And that's, you know, timed and Gravedigger wins that. Same thing. He gets the, the plaque and he's like, oh, I already gave out one of these. Let's find another big Gravedigger fan. He goes up in the crowd and he gives it to a fan. So the next quad score, uh, the next quad racing thing, uh, you know, they come out and there's a guy who's wearing a black jumpsuit, Tom. And he wins and they give him a promo and he gets on there and they're like, oh, you know, like Mike, uh, whatever your name is, uh, you know, uh, you won the second one. Uh, what do you think your chances are in the third one? And he's like, uh, 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 my chance is the third one. I would have won that first one, too, if it wasn't for that girl driver getting in my way the last time. Oh, uh-huh. people boom. It was a girl. Is it? You know, she's a girl driver because she's wearing pink. Right. And uh, <laughs> and they boo him, and he goes, you know, they wouldn't have given me this sort of reputation in my hometown, New York City. Boo! And I'm like, oh, like it was at that point, it all clicked. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever been part of. I'm so happy to be here. It could all be over. But little did I know what else was going to be happening. Uh, by the way, I found, okay, so we did get the developmental group. Okay. For the monster trucks. We got Monster Truck Nationals. Oh. Featuring Barbarian, the aforementioned Samson with the girl driver, the River Rat, the Heavy Hitter, Stomper, and then El Toro Loco. Oh, uh, so like the one guy who's rehabbing an injury down there. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, Samson ended up winning the freestyle, I believe, for the big pop at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like thinking El Toro Loco won like one and then uh River Rat might have won the like River Rat was driven by like a really old dude, I guess. Okay. He was doing like the legend thing, but nobody knew who River Rat was, so they had to like bring him out of the car and <laughs> show everyone how old he was. Like he takes off the helmet, and it's like, oh yeah, that guy's like 70. Now I will say this, and I'm looking at the pictures. Um someone uh th- that Brian uh and again I'm gonna mispronounce his Ma- Brian Beretta who does the WCW Worldwide Tumblr and Twitter and everything. Uh, anytime like anything remotely WCW comes up, like he's all over it. Apparently, Samson is the repurposed old Hulk Hogan truck. Yes, because it has the giant arms. Right, because it has the giant arms. And there was the giant slash Dungeon of Doom truck, which is st- just repurposed as something else. And I can't remember what it is. Yeah, yeah. Samson had the giant Hulk Hogan arms, and I should have realized it then. I did. I heard about it afterwards. I think I even saw it on his Tumblr thing. But yeah, um, but yeah, we get we got the same. Oh, hey, here's the girl driver. Her dad used to be a driver, and now she's here. And then like, yay, girl power. Uh, <laughs> so okay. By the way, we didn't get. I don't think we got this. What the heck is the obstacle course consistent? So of? the obstacle courses, they just tow like they tow a car out onto like the side of the hill and what it is is like they have to go up the middle of the thing doing a jump go around run the car over and there was like some barrels that they had to do like a figure eight through it was nothing because like we're that's a smaller crazy. arena so it was like yeah whatever but we're seeing the monster trucks do their thing you know it's that's what we're here for see again i i do kind of think that's bullcrap mm-hmm. that the developmental group gets the shooting star press right and you guys get oh they're gonna jump and do a figure eight well we're gonna get into that so you know, so we get the, uh, you know, the obstacle course thing. Uh, then we get one more of the competitions, and that's the one that Son of a Digger wins, right? And they go to intermission. But before they go to intermission, Tom, the lights go out in the whole building, right? And then you just see some flames. <gasps> it's Truckosaurus, Tom. Unannounced, uh, unadvertised, just shows up. Uh. <laughs> Man, the lights go out in the ECW arena. Truckosaurus is pointing to the sky. Oh, man. So super jealous. So he's blowing the fire. And what he does is he he picks up a car like he bends down, picks up a car in his monster teeth, goes back up, breathes fire and then bites the car in half. And then we go to intermission. Man, 
Yes, they know how to build the show. Yes. You put us on hot before intermission, send the people to the merch stands, come back and lull them back in for the big end. Right. So that's how you run a show. So we come back from intermission, and it's the finals of the uh, the quad races, right? So um, you see during the course of the quad race, the the dude in the black, the evil quad racer, is kind of like bumping wheels with the girl in the pink, right? Like kind of like bumping her out, bumping her up, bumping her out. And the, the guy in the black and the guy in the red who won the first and the second races, they're kind of in the lead. The girl's there. She's like maybe like fourth or whatever. So the guy in the black keeps bumping and bumping, and then all of a sudden, a very realistic billow of smoke starts pouring out of his truck. It's not like he like flipped a trigger or something on his quad, rather. So the girl stops to check to make sure he's okay, and the guy in the red wins. He won two out of the three races, so he's the winner. Dedicates it to his brother again. But then there's the bigger story there that's being built of like. Here's this guy who was a dirtbag, and he was complaining about the girl who cost him the first thing. He gets into an accident in the last race, and she checks on him to make sure he's okay. I so badly, and the the quad scores and the quad racing thing is not part of the official Monster Jam results, but uh, I wanted to go back to see if they followed up on this. And, like, by the end of, like, the third show, they're, like, getting married. Right. It's the Macho Man Elizabeth marriage. They blow up the whole angle in one weekend. Uh, No, it's like the Test Stephanie, where she ends up passed out in this car, and uh, Son of a Digger's like, hey, Dad. And everyone's like, oh, crazy rape. Uh, No, don't do that, Monster Trucks. Don't do rape. That's bad. So... Very bad. The other thing that I forgot to mention from the donut score. Uh, so Son of a Digger won that one. But Grave Digger, while doing his donuts, was also doing jumps and hot dogging a bit and flipped his truck. Like, just flipped it onto its back. Just took like a back bump. Well, no, like, he was like, like, he's doing the jumps, right? Mm. And he's doing the jumps and he's doing the donuts and he's hot dogging. And he does one jo- jump and does like a complete end over and lands on top of itself. So, and I'm confused. So he didn't land on his top. Then he did the complete flip back onto the wheels. No, no, not back onto his wheels. On the top of the the the, the top of his like uh, truck part. Oh, so he took like the German suplex. Bike. Yeah, gotcha. So they had to like bring trucks out to tow him over, right? And one would say it was the trying to push himself so hard that cost him that. And I'm just like, oh, the storytelling that's being shown here, you know. So we get to the freestyle, the finals, where it's just like, hey, free-for-all, do whatever the hell you want. And there's a bunch of times where Gravedigger, you see, is starting to push himself a little bit, starting to do the extra high jumps and starting to do, like, you know, whatever it is. But then he brings it back and slows it down. And if you look at the standings, you'll see that reflected in his score. And Son of a Digger his digger ended up winning again. And, you know, like, the story there, of course, was he pushed himself too much and it cost him. And he wanted to push himself to win. But he decided not to uh, with the risk of flipping his truck again. So it was a, a fantastic story th- told throughout the entire d- night of uh, festivities. The whole thing was just a hair over two hours with intermission exactly the way it should be. Yeah, SARS was, I think, about an hour 45. Right. Like so. we were out of the doors walking back to like we were like we live very close to where the arena is that they have these things like it started, quote unquote, at 730. We were back in our house by like 930. Nice. So that's that's how you run a show promoter. And, and listen, you, there's a lot of stuff that they did at this one. The big ones that like <gasps> independent wrestling should be stealing liberally from. Oh, yeah. This is the prototype for the one off indie show. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Like, though, I I would say I would have wanted that quad driver, the heel quad dude who got wrecked and the girl checked on him. Yeah. He should have been like, no, fake out and won the race. Oh, man. To build the angle, to get the heat, man. And then she cuts the promo like, you guys come back tomorrow. I'm going to win and I'm going to beat him. Boom. And then Howard Finkel announces the lineup for Madison Square Garden (laughs) featuring those two against each other. It's gold. Gold, I say. Uh, but seriously, okay. So this is like a genius way to like rebuild the industry, though. Is to just go straight pro wrestling. Like roller derby got a year out of it. Yeah, just doing that, and now it's real again, and that sucks. Like real roller derby is the most boring shit to watch in the world. I don't care if your name is Period Stain Von Hooter Tits. <laughs> your shit's boring. Sorry. 
do fake stuff. Dude, 80s roller derby had sharks. Right. They had a video game. They had a pinball machine. The whole deal. And now it's like, oh, you're going to do it in front of like 1,500, which granted they draw for indie level sports entertainment, but 80s roller derby was like next level. But, but yeah, the monster trucks are doing it right. They, they know to put on their show. Concise, good storytelling. Everyone knows that everyone's in on it now. You realize in like 20 years, there's going to be like monster truck underground and they're going to be at the temple in LA and they're going to be doing the soul popper stuff. And there's going to be a, uh, an actor there who claims that he invented the, uh, the donut competition. <laughs> yes, but it's called like El Donut Chat. I was going to say, Something. he calls it the churro competition because we all know a churro <laughs> is just a straight donut, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> like, we're not going to go like two hours no. with this because there's no point. But as always, oh, this was fun. Oh, go ahead. One last thing. So, we, you know, we do monster trucks. We have a good time. Um, you know, it was me, my wife, and my son. We go. And then the next day was a rare weekend of me home. So, like, we had the whole day. April had to go get her oil changed. And we're sitting there in the car, and I'm, like, talking to talking to the baby. And, again, I still call him the baby. He's three and a half. I go, did you have fun at Monster Truck last night? Oh, yeah, I liked it. I go, oh, yeah? And he says, Daddy, when I grow up, I want to drive Crustacean. And I'm like, it did its job. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I was going to close with the question, yes. did he have fun? He did have fun. Because that's the important one. Did you get the picture of him in the tire wheel? No, because they like you could only get that done with the pit crew, like the pit party thing that they didn't ah. do Friday night. They only did for like the, the Saturday afternoon and the Sunday afternoon shows. That's thanks. Maybe maybe next year next they'll come back. Right next, they're they're a pretty regular staple up here. Like they alternate like every six months. Like oh, like they were here in February, so like in August we'll get like the motocross, like the dirt bike races and all that sort of jazz. And then it'll come back around again. And when Monster Truck comes around again, we'll make sure that we get the afternoon show so we can do the pit party thing and he can get the picture with the truck. Yeah, there's no reason, by the way, why motocross isn't worked either. Or Demolition Derby. There's no other than in Demolition Derby, you can die. Mm -hmm. But like, because you're just cars hitting each other. But really, everybody, if you're running a niche sports entertainment thing, work it. There's no reason, no reason for it to not be. There's no, there's no motocross athletic commission trying to get a tax break. Just, just do it fake. So much more interesting. Like there's no, there's not a lot of real sports drawing outside of like the main forge. Do real fake stuff. Cause that, what, what we've described is way more fun than, oh, they're going to drive around in a circle for an hour. Way more fun. There's characters and capes. Like, that's the thing. They should have capes next. That should be the thing next year. Capes. On on monster trucks? On the trucks and on the drivers. Like, the drivers come out, get the cool entrance with the Titan Tron, and then they hop onto the truck. Truck does a deal, and then there's, like, a release trigger in the truck, and it, like, releases the cape. And, like, and then they can, like, shoot it out. So, like, like if they're doing a race... Like, the, the heel driver can shoot off his cape and, like, cover the windshield of the babyface driver and, like, it wrecks. <laughs> like, they're actually, like, throwing, like, oil slicks and smoke screens yeah, at each other. This thing's, yeah, they're, we're, like, five years from Monster Trucks being Mario Kart. You know what? That's where your money is, is getting a worked thing where it's Monster Trucks or some sort of, like, dune buggies maybe that is a live action mario kart like if you can get the licensee from nintendo more power on you but like just essentially doing that like that's where the money is exactly it's and because then you can really build the person versus person story right because you can see the drivers i think that's the one thing that's keeping monster trucks from breaking back out as you can't see the drivers well, that's and again that's where they do their licensing thing you know i'd mentioned before like they have like three or four or five different dogs they have like the scooby-doo license there's a disney xd truck there's you know hot wheels has like an official hot wheels truck and then all the superhero trucks so it's like if you get a show where it's like You'll never get to see Superman versus Iron Man, but you can see the Superman truck race the Iron Man truck and live vicariously right. through them. Though I do think 
in that case, I've never seen the Superman or the Iron Man trucks. Their drivers should have to wear the costumes with like a helmet. <laughs> well, like I said, I know, um, you know, the pictures I've seen of Chad Fort Fortune, like his racing suit looks very much like the Captain America suit that he wears in the movies. See, that's that. And then the kids can get the picture taken with them in the pit. And it's like, oh, man, there's Captain America. Right. Who happens to drive a big ass truck. Like, that's smart. Though I will say, like, the doing all the licensing stuff, as smart as it is, I'm sure it limits this type of stuff they can do. Like, they're not, like, the monster truck drivers aren't out there like, oh, you're a bitch, fuck you. <laughs> but Until things get into, in, until, until it gets into such a shitty period that they have to do Monster Jam, the Attitude Era, they hire Vince Russo to write all the storylines. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's where it's going. He's not working right now. That's where it's going, is Vince Russo's, that's his next thing. And he's, <laughs> because he lost the website, nobody will hire him in wrestling, he's going to monster trucks. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody's writing, nobody's taking up his fucking pilot that he wrote with his son. He's, and he's actually talking to the actual trucks themselves, because he doesn't understand, because <laughs> he's stupid. Oh my god, and he's like, why can't the trucks talk? Why can't the, the the one truck has erectile dysfunction, but it's like his tailpipe? Because <laughs> it's like a dick. It's like a dick, guys. And then, like, the lady drivers show up with, like, black eyes. Because that's the thing we need to allude to. And, yeah. To add more to this. All right, so you get Vince Russo. Uh, you get more ex-professional wrestlers as drivers of cars. Oh, see that that to me that's also a genius thing. Uh, are you telling me shit. that if you took uh, you, the Samson car, you you take the lady out of the Samson car, you put her in say one of the jobber trucks like Time Flies or Rap Attack, which are actual <laughs> names of trucks which are terrible, uh, and you give that you give that Samson truck a, a paint job and you call that truck Big pop a truck and you have scott steiner driving it <laughs> are you telling me that you just did not make a billion dollars in one day oh that that should be the thing wrestlers do after they like get old and can't work anymore fuck indie shows <laughs> drive monster trucks they can drive a monster truck until they die that's right yeah like x-pac big deal he has i was gonna say hiv that's not what he has he has head right big deal he doesn't have to bleed if he's driving a truck and I'm sure, you know, as if he's clean, he won't, like, drive it into the stands and kill somebody. Oh, the one last it's thing good. that I forgot to mention, we're tying it all back into wrestling. So, as each truck does the course, their theme song plays. Oh, yes. All right. So, a lot of them I don't remember. I couldn't place the music. Obviously, Instigator had just generic music, whatever. Of course. Backward Bob, uh, his song was Nothing But A Good Time by Poison. <laughs> Gravedigger's song was Bad to the Bone by George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Uh, do you want to guess what Crustacean's song was? Was it like a shitty, like, pop-punk, new-age version of Bad to the Bone? Nope. Crustacean's uh, uh, theme song was Rock Lobster. <laughs> so here it is doing, like, the jumps and running over cars while the B-52s and Fred Schneider <laughs> rock lobster, you know? Oh, that's my new favorite thing. Like, why can't that one be the champion? Like, uh, like let the, the dad and the son feud on the undercard. Right. Man, you push the new guy. But, yeah, but also, again, Bigfoot. Like, just have Bigfoot out there. Like, it can't be like a licensing thing. Like, there's no way the guy that owns Bigfoot is like, you know what? You need to pay more for Bigfoot, or Bigfoot ain't leaving my garage. You know, can't be that. That's it's insane. I don't know. You don't see it like he's his own thing. It looks like separate from the Monster Jam. Like if I'm looking here, there's a separate, like like Bigfoot. It's his own brand that runs separately. They only run like. Uh, you know, they'll run like the weekend shows, but like they're not running like six different crews. You know what I mean? As I'm looking here, Bigfoot, Team Bigfoot, it's uh, Bigfoot 4x4, uh, by the way, if you're uh, interested. So like they have all like generic trucks. It's all just different Bigfoot trucks. It's like 
the Firestone Bigfoot, the Summit, where, like, Bigfoot is the brand. There is no other trucks. Except, uh, my apologies, Snakebite is the only non-Bigfoot truck on the Bigfoot uh, tours. So it's kind of like when Hogan did those shows in Australia. Yes. And just called them Hulkamania. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. Man. Man, the politics of the monster truck. Seriously, now there, there absolutely has to be a podcast. Like, Podcast One needs to hit up Medusa, like, now. Be like, okay, yeah, you have to do the wrestling shows. But just have monster truck people on. And Tom, I'm going to say this. It's a given that you have more followers on Twitter than every other goddamn person in the world. Mm-hmm. I have... I have over a thousand more followers than Bigfoot. That's that's a that's goddamn sad. shame. That's horrible. That's like a, we were at a baseball game, like a triple A AAA minor league game. I'm like, there's no way that like I have more. Like I went to the team site. I had a thousand more followers than the team. Ugh. I was like, this is bullcrap. And so I, I will say this: like the towns that they run. Like, there's a lot of, like, t- like Midwest and Southern towns, but, like, the Bigfoot crew is running, like, DeKalb, Illinois, uh, DeCoin, Illinois, uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Antlers, oh, Oklahoma, Medford, Oregon, you know, like, it's, it's a He's doing shame. the convention circuit. Right. This is like seeing Ric Flair at the card show. <laughs> 15 bucks for an 8x10. Yeah, it really is. And I will say, the, the main driver that they show for Bigfoot, it looks like a very sad individual. Like, he looks, you know, like he just he's a depressed guy. He's bummed out. You know, he wishes he was on the Monster Jam circuit. Oh my goodness. So, uh, I, the, they're, I'm on the Bigfoot Wikipedia right now. All right. Um, would you like to guess the name of the company that built the newest Bigfoot? Uh, I'm looking here. Firestone, I see, is involved. No? Uh, no. Bigfoot 21 2013 uh, was built by Concussion Motorsports. Oh, boy. Let's not advertise that, guys, huh? Where's the Chris uh, Nowinski truck? Uh, that'd be great if Chris Nowinski in like 15 years was like, guys, monster trucks are dangerous <laughs> because they're really big cars and you have to drive them fast. Uh, but I think it's a good note to leave off on. We've, we've covered all the bases with monster trucks because uh, really that we, we aren't uncovering the politics. That's but that's the podcast that needs to happen. I think I'm going to become a monster truck inside. All right. And do that. Um, I think that's my next thing. Like. Screw all the comedy stuff and screw the wrestling. I am fully jumping into mon- the monster truck world. Because this interests me. This could be uh, your thing, Tom. This could be. And it could be like the the uh, Larry the Cable Guy of Larry the Cable Guy fans. I could be that guy. I could be the, what is the Bill Ingvold, I think, is the other redneck guy. And Jeff Foxworthy. And Tater like, Salad. I, You'll be Tater, tater Salad. <laughs> I could be Tater Salad. <laughs> Uh, and all, all, all the other guys that my father-in-law watches, uh, I could be the, the, the puppet guy. Oh my God. What's his Jeff name? Dunham. Jeff Dunham. Thank you for the peanut gallery for that one. Jeff Dunham. I could be the Jeff Dunham because I'm one of the few that doesn't have an accent. I'm going to, I'm going to do that now. Uh, but Leonard is chill your wares to the people. Uh, follow me on Twitter. L F Chikarison. Uh, you could go to the website, Longbox heroes, uh, that's where the podcast, comic book podcast, drops every Wednesday night. And then after dark, you have to click on the little after dark link. It's not like a dedicated iTunes RSS feed. And Tom can attest, uh, it's a good, fun little like fifteen to twenty minute show. Was this week or last week's show the list where I talked about uh, shit last... that I got to listen to or watch rather? Uh, that was maybe two weeks okay, ago. Okay, I'm so confused. Cause, yeah, because this week was uh, the continuing adventures of Todd's Bagel Shop. Oh, okay. Which, and I think the week before that was the introduction of Todd's Bagel Shop shutting down or being closed because, temporarily. Because the uh, the After Darks are on a bicycle and they travel around to the different territories. And I don't know which ones are air and where yet. Um, and then this week that this show drops, AIW is having their gauntlet for the gold show. I don't want to say that it's a Royal Rumble ripoff, but it's Royal Rumble ripoff. They're well aware of mm. it. Um, and uh, Two Cold Scorpio is going to be wrestling on the show. 
Ah, oh, you should take a picture of his dick. I was gonna say, I want to, I want to get a picture of me next to his penis smiling. <laughs> Dude, you should do a podcast with his dick, <laughs> and just like talk about his dick. And his dick's like, no, listen, I want to tell all these stories about like meeting Marcus Bagwell. And you're like, no, let's talk about you, dick. Dick Scorpio. Dick Scorpio. And, uh, you know, obviously AIW is doing a lot. Chikara is heading over to uh, the UK at the beginning of April. Uh, but, you know, for AIW, of course, they're going to start announcing names for their uh, JT Lightning tournament in May. Uh, Two-day weekend. Going to be some interesting names announced for that tournament coming up. Some names that might shock you. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, you can whisper it. Is Dale Torborg in the JT Lightning tournament? He might have been really called. Oh, and if he's not really in it, like, I have a screwdriver in my hand, and I might go stabbing some people in Cleveland. I'm not really going to do that, oh, no. so please nobody call the cops, because uh, that's that'd be a bad thing if I stab <laughs> anybody. Um, but no, really, 2006, I, I, like, for real, I will peer pressure my wife into letting me drive out to Cleveland if they book Tail Torborg. Because I just want to sit down and talk to him about monster trucks now. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Uh, but thank you, as always. It's a pleasure for 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 even being remotely interested in like doing a monster truck show with me on a Friday night here. Breaking podcast cafe, but announcing when we did this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with the outro, so if you're listening, stay tuned. Do, 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 do. I don't remember how the music goes. Hey.